Welcome to the Helen Pedroso podcast. I am your host, Helen Pedroso. And in this podcast, we talk about how to get to our sweet spots by nurturing ourselves, our careers, and the communities that we are part of, the relationships that we are in to other people, to ideas, concepts, knowledge, and experiences that we are building in our lives. So I don't know what today's episode has in store for us, but let's figure out it together. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Today, we have a very, very, very special guest, someone very, very dear to my heart. Um, it's probably one of the only people that I would instinctively hug if I saw anywhere. Um, it's Mega Modi. Uh, Meg and I met at Starting Block in 2017. Uh, very funny way we met, actually. We started out by like the, having the whole conversation of like, should we be friends? Like, could we be friends? I don't know if you remember that, but that was a very funny... I remember it was like in the party. I think I was talking to Rodney and then you came in and um, and then we all just had the whole conversation like, okay, we're friends. Like that happened. It, it was like that. It just happened like that. So um, Mega is a beautiful soul. Everyone, um, she knows a lot about many topics. Uh, we share many of those going from social enterprising to community to self-knowledge and arts and um, self-expression um, and yeah I feel like there's so much that we share uh, I'm I'm gonna hold on on the spoilers and let you tell your story but yeah could you introduce yourself please Mega? Thank you I have no memory of that that first like I just know we were at starting block and you were a resonant soul immediately so it just made sense that we would be friends. Um, <clears throat> introducing myself is my least favorite thing to do. Um, but just because there's so much that's changed over time and where I am now is probably, I'd say, um, in terms of things I do, it's like facilitating, coaching, um, looking into education and curriculum. Um, what I'm really interested in is how do we thrive and how do we thrive personally and collectively? And how do we, um, you know, connect back with ourselves, come to a space of um, well-being, whether that's through like managing our emotions and just being more aware of them or being more connected with each other. And so that kind of shows up in different ways in the different things I do. Um, and I'm constantly learning and practicing different modalities and like things that have just integrated into my life. So yeah, life and work and they just all, it's all one. Um, and so I always find the introduce yourself a bit hard, but here I am. It's okay. People will get to know you throughout and, you know, um, I just wanted to give them a sense of who you are because, mm -hmm. you know, we, we have a very special relationship. So just wanted to honor that. Um, but yeah, we are here to talk about uh, many things. Among them, I have some questions. So I'm going to start up with them. And let's see where it goes. We don't have to hold on to them. Um, so what were the turning points for you to get to where you are and the lessons that you learned going through those? So like highlights for you. 
in your journey that you would like to share and the lessons, please? Hmm. So it depends really on what story I'm telling. And I think for this purpose, it's just, I feel like it's a story of finding myself and it's a story of being true, uh, learning to be true, learning to thrive. Um, and I'd say that, um, you know, my when I look back my childhood, <clears throat> I was pretty disconnected from myself. You know, you learn to please, you learn to um, be, you get overwhelmed by what's happening around you. And, um, and I sort of got carried away in like just living based on what was expected of me. And I didn't really know what I wanted. And I just, you know, studied things and I had jobs where it was just what, you know, my parents valued and the people around me said I was good at, but I had no clue what I was passionate about or what I really wanted. Um, and I think, yeah, it's, it's slowly, you know, even, even the relationships I was in, they were comfortable and, you know, nurturing, but I, I didn't really have a sense of being like fully alive um, until like, I think my twenties was about learning to just take care of myself and make sense of wait, what just happened? And like, how do I even want to live? And starting to move towards meaning. So when I left, I lived in, I studied and lived, I grew up in India, studied and lived in the US um, for about 10 years and worked there and left then finance in the US to come back to India to work in the philanthropy sector. And so it was like slow steps towards meaning and towards even realizing what other possibilities could be there. Um, and, uh, and then I think the biggest turning point was when I left my job in, it was my last full-time job in philanthropy um, at a foundation um, that supported other nonprofits. Um, it, it was leaving that because when I was there, I was like, wow, this is meaningful work. This is, I am contributing in some way. I feel good about that, but this is still not enough. I mean, there's something I feel I'm meant to do more and this is not entirely me. And <clears throat> what am I even passionate about? I thought I'd work at a foundation and like work with different types of sectors and figure out what really gets me going. And it was just so unclear. And I, I left that kind of saying, I need to just jump into this abyss of darkness to figure out what do I even want? What do I even like? I have some really small clues. So I'm going to start harping on those clues and, and really giving myself permission to experiment and being like, I think I want this. And, oh, I think this is what interests me and really not related to anything I did before in my life and not being framed by what other people think I should do and I'm good at. Um, so that was a huge, huge step. Um, and then since then, that was in 2015. Um, and so in the last six, seven years, it's, it's been a wild ride of, I, I would say like even discovering myself and figuring out what is it that I want? And, and the way to do that was just to like trust whenever there was an instinct and and then I would get drawn into things that I didn't really want because again, people would start saying, come do this and come do that and you should do this. And so really learning to say no because I started just falling into other things. And so it's, and, and then also realizing that, oh, this goes so much deeper. Like 
if I really want to be me, I have to let go of this need for others to understand me, approve of me. Um, <clears throat> so how do I really truly, like even when I start to get to know what I want uh, and what my preferences are and who I am, living that and expressing that is also hard because then you're worried about, well, I know what I want, but will people accept me as I am? And so that was the, the whole other journey in it. And um, yeah, I'm going to pause there, share a bit, bunch. I love how you're mentioning all of this because one of the things that I always like to talk about is how we make plans for them not to happen. And the ideas that we have like are so, I feel like that wish to have control, you know, that, that attempt is always something that I still struggle with to this very day, you know, and I feel like I love listening to you and your story because there's so much resonance, right? Like sometimes we think that we're going to go this way and we get attached to that idea more than anything else, I think. And then when we actually are present to see what's happening, we found ourselves going like a different direction, doing something else. And, and that's just the process, right? So I love how you're sharing this so authentically and genuinely because I feel like, um, we may have like really beautiful careers on LinkedIn and you know, all of that, but the backstage is messy and confusing and people are screaming all the time. And like, there, there are no answers. There's just a process. So, um, one of the things that I would like to bring in is like, um, how did you in this process, right? In all of these ups and downs and curves and twists, like how is it for you to find clarity and purpose, or like you can talk about the two or individually about each, but like in these processes, what was it like for you to kind of breathe and be like, okay, this is the next thing. And how was that process for you? Yeah, I think, um, I think the key thing has been learning to listen to myself and to learning to listen to those that instinct, that inner voice of, um, and I found the arts to be a beautiful way to meet myself, um, to the, you know, to move and uh, see where my, where I land at the end of that movement or to make some drawings or to, to write and see where that takes me. Um, not particularly from a place of talent, but just from a place of like flow and the arts kind of allow you to flow and um, but really like learning to listen to what, what's that really small voice saying and how do I hear it and how do I trust that it will lead me, it will guide me. Like instead of all the, you know, instead of going to everyone to ask for their opinions and trying to, instead of trying to hunt for clarity and like be very cognitive about making meaning and, oh, I do plenty of that. Like I write a lot, um, but also to give it time to settle and to just trust what I know in the moment, what becomes clear in the moment is what needs to be clear in the moment. And how can I live from there? Um, so yeah, it's been a constant process of just observing myself, noticing where I am, Ooh, what's exciting me and how am I feeling about that? Or what am I really wanting right now? Or 
why is this not feeling good? And just being connected to myself and learning from those emotional ups and downs and listening to what is life saying to me? And, you know, that question brings up your intuition. You're just saying, what is life saying to me? But, but it's really through your intuition that you kind of sense into that and, and trusting whatever answer comes um, or just listening for it. So I think that's how clarity kind of comes. It's a, it's a slowing down and listening process and, and continuing to see what's there now. And, um, and in terms of purpose, I would say purpose is very linked with both self-discovery and connection. So there's this whole part of like, one part of my journey is getting to know myself more truly. What do I truly want, like, like to do? What do I truly, what are my gifts? Learning to see my strengths. Um, what do I want to create? What, what excites me? Like really being centered in excitement or like what I want to do. And then there's this, so, so that's the whole coming from the self-discovery, self-knowledge part of it. And then there's the connection part of it, where I think one of the biggest narratives so many of us have is one of isolation and that we live in isolation and that we are alone and we are not connected. And I think as I started realizing how interconnected we all are and how like it isn't just me like we are engaging with you is engaging with life you know and engaging with somebody outside is engaging with life if I just stay on my own I'm not engaging with life and it is in the presence of others that we really come into our full expression and it is in the presence of others when we listen to what's happening around us that our ideas our gifts come into expression so we can't sit, you know, in our rooms and be like, what is my purpose? And, uh, um, you know, I think I'm good at this and I think this is what's needed and so let's do that. It's like, it's in engaging with life, with the world, with each other, listening to what conversations am I drawn to and where am I, what spaces am I drawn to and what kind of things um, does that ignite in me? That, that sense of like, yeah, I want to step in in this way. And I want to, and so that combined with self-knowledge where you know what your gifts are um, and then being connected to what's happening in the world and what's happening around you and in your relationships and what do you feel like stepping into? Um, I feel like that's kind of moving towards purpose and clarity, but I, I, I think also there are a lot of people I've encountered that really chase purpose and purpose is not something to be chased. And it's not a goal to be, uh, you know, like, well, I want to find my purpose. It's, it's more a way of living. Like, do I want to live in a way that's connected, contributing, nourishing? Do I want to live in a way that uh, brings me into harmony with the world? And like, you know, so that's how I kind of see all of this. I love that you're mentioning this because I feel like it goes back to the process part, right? It's, it's not something that I always tell um, my mentees is that it's not a problem to be solved. This is your life for you to live. 
So that's been like, as I was listening to you, I was like coming back to that. Um, and I love like what I call this last piece that you were talking about purpose, right? Live intentionally, right? Just the intentionality behind it. And of course, intentionality has to meet impact through action. Like we know that, but of course, like that's a piece, but I feel like it's really hard to build the action and the impact if you don't know what you're expecting out of it with the intentionality first, right? Mm -hmm. So I really love how you're bringing this up because I feel like um, are really good reminders that you will find it throughout, you know, you're, it's not something you're going to set on stone or do it once and that's going to be done, right? And it, this is, I think, a topic that we talk a lot about, like how the process and the digesting and the observing and the perception and how you expand that. Mm -hmm. I also love how you mentioned uh, relating to other people as a way to understand ourselves better because mm -hmm. it took me a long time as an introvert even to understand what that meant to me and how to balance that out and it is a very important part even for me as an introvert like it's really important to have that what I found is just that the way I want to do that is very specific it's a very intentional yeah. and as I was telling you even before we started recording right the whole purpose of this podcast is for people to have a sense of how conversations could be in an intentional space and matter, right? Because I feel like sometimes that's such a rare thing that, um, like even scars sometimes, right? And um, I love how you're bringing all of this up because I feel like clarity and purpose can be very big words and people can feel very disconnected to them and they can be very far away. And everything you're saying, I think, brings it back to like, no, no, it's here. It's it's on ground. It's very close to me. Like, it's it's real. This thing is real. It's not just like kind of the Instagram version of it, right? Yeah, um, and I want to bring in like another word uh, that, that is, it's resonance. It's like that connects both of these things. It's like the more I learned to be true to myself, um, the more I started getting a sense of myself, I started to resonate with some people more than others and I started to know where I am drawn and I started to attract people who kind of are like me like like meeting you and saying oh this person just resonates and we don't have to have an agenda or a transaction to connect we just connect because we resonate and there's so much nourishment that comes from that and there's so much blossoming that comes from that so um yeah to just I think like that was another turning point in my life like maybe a few years back when I started to just drop all the things that weren't resonating and weren't feeling right to me. And I started to see like, where do I want to be? What are the spaces I want to show up in? Like, let me not get stuck in this thing of where do I belong and I don't belong anywhere and I'm different and no one understands me. And, you know, this is a common thread so many of us hold inside us. And I started to just be like, where do I want to be? And who do I want to show up to? And what, what, what connections do I want to cultivate? And that has led to a big shift in my life and allowed so much more to blossom where I'm starting to understand myself in relation to others, what I have to give, um, how can I show up to all that is happening in community and in the world. Yeah, and I feel like the resonance is also, 
I love that whenever we talk about this, we share what they these words mean to each one of us. And I love how rich those conversations are because the feeling that I always have is that we use similar words because they are resonating, I think. Um, but I feel like it's so interesting to also like expand each other's perspective in how we use it and what it means to us, right? Yeah. So I love how you're mentioning that resonance kind of you feel it and you grow it and it's not something, I don't know if you can control any of that, right? It's just, you can show up to see if that's up there, but you yeah. can't really make it happen, right? It's kind of the thing that just, you show up and when it's there, you just notice, like you, you that's all you can do. Like there's nothing else you can do, right? Yeah, and it's, a, it's a resonance is a relationship of sharing power. You know, it's not, it's not a feeling of, ooh, that person is so inspiring and like, I want to be more like them. It's, it's a feeling of, ooh, I kind of get this person or there's something about this person that feels like me as well. And, and so it's a sharing power. It's a showing up to each other uh, as a togetherness rather than a, um, I'm not enough and this person is so great. Um, and yet everyone I resonate with, I admire and respect deeply. Um, but it's kind of like in seeing that in them, I'm honoring that in, them, in myself. And there's a beauty in that too. There is. And the word that's coming to mind is holiness, like from both people being whole and being holy, like the sacredness that there is in showing up whole as you are. Um, and I think that's one of the things, right? I feel like that's one of the points why we resonated so much even from the beginning, because there was never a sense of, um, of lacking, of uh, any of that, like, you know, all of those things of proving of any of that. There was always like, I like the way you see the world. Let, let's share with me. Yeah. Like, let's share this. Let's just be there together. There wasn't any chasing or demanding. I remember you wanted to do something together. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know what space I'm in. And, and you were like, oh, totally honor where you are. And I'm right here. And, you know, it's like these relationships where we're not kind of like transactionally like, well, I want you on my team. And, you know, if you're not on my team, then I don't want you at all. It's just like, just this honoring of each other and saying, wow, you're beautiful and I want to be connected in whatever way feels good to both of us. And, yeah. and that really worked. Mm. Yeah. And, and there's also like, I remember that many, many times, like, because, you know, I'm in Brazil, you're in India, or even when you're in the US, I'm, you know, a lot of things <laughs> happen throughout the years. Um, but I remember that every time that we would talk, and I think this is something very unusual too, right? Uh, for most people, I think um, it's the alignment I do. You know, the one in the beginning where I say like, I will always assume that if you don't reply, you're going to be present with whatever is present to you in your life. And I'm always going to be happy about that. Like yeah. you, you don't need to reply to me. You don't need to feel any pressure towards that. That's always, I'm, you know how to find me. I'm always going to be here, not, not going anywhere. Um, and I think... Even just that, and, and usually people think I'm lying, you know, and that's one of the things that's funny. I think they think I'm being cool. They don't really get me on it, but you, really you always, yeah. yeah, and you always, like, took me on it. Like, you were always yeah. on it with me. You were always like, I don't feel it today. I remember we would have, like, a call scheduled for, like, a month or two weeks or something, like, a really long time, and both of us would be super excited about that. And on the time, like, either one of us won't, wouldn't be, like, in the right place or in the right mind for it. And we would be like, thank you for respecting yourself and actually being grateful to each other 
for respecting ourselves in our processes. So that's one of the things that I think um, I also like to mention because I feel like it may be something very foreign to a lot of people in relationships. And it's something that we've always been very, even emotionally responsible for, like, you know, it was never an issue. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, and I really feel like like the image that comes to me throughout this conversation is that we are each like this growing bud and plant, like with a with a bud and blossoming, and like how do we nurture ourselves and and just be and and then there are all these other you know plants in our garden and like how can we mutually like support each other and honor our individual journeys. Um, and there isn't this like fight or taking and, you know, um, I don't know. It's just, I, for me, the image is always of this garden where we're all growing and can we all kind of nurture each other a little bit um, and also just grow in ourselves. Awesome. Yeah. And I love how you're using those words because I use them too. Like, I know you know that, right? But I feel like nurturing is such a big once I understood that for myself um also I remember we did some of my diagrams together right which is where all of this comes from so I feel like even that like already aligned a lot of our thoughts and helped Mm -hmm. to see things like how 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 much resonance we actually had um and it's interesting to me that you're saying all of this because I feel like there's so much of nurturing yourself that we can put on other people sometimes. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I wanted to bring back, I think, just to get your inspiration and insights on it, it's like how you've learned to do that for yourself through your journey of self-expression, through your journey with arts, through your journey with even other things. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, you have a very diverse background, so I know that there is many points there. But um, I feel like sometimes, right, um, people can get lost in the, in the search. So if, if anyone who's listening to us is in that position, um, is there any advice, any tips, anything you would like to share with them? Because I feel like you would have some powerful things on that end. Yeah, I mean, I feel like so much of this started with me just learning how to nurture myself because that felt like a starting point. Um, like if I was not nourished and nurturing, then I don't know how else to do anything else. Everything else I'm going to show up to is going to be a mess. Um, and I, I think the biggest thing has been learning how to talk to myself differently. Um, yes, there's all these outward activities I can do, like meditation, and movement, and art. And, but really, it starts with how I talk to myself. And I feel like I have been cultivating this kind, rich, like, it's a riches as in like, it's this loving and kind, but powerful, like it's a, it's a voice that's on my side that sees me clearly and that loves me and accepts me and is just with me. And it's, it's kind of like, maybe it's the parent I never had or really wanted, or it's, it's just, I feel like the voices that were raging inside me were always like the critical ones or the ones that just wanted to shut down and be like, I don't want to feel anything. I'm just going to numb out and how to cultivate this voice that that is radically kind in a way, like not kind as in sweet, but kind even in in saying, no, I'm going to stand for you and we need to get out of bed now. 
because you know that is what is needed for you to thrive or to, to just survive today or whatever that might be and so so yeah that that kind of learning to talk to myself differently and so then I started with just writing sometimes it's easier to write in that so maybe I would start with writing in my whatever default voice or whatever's coming up and then I would learn to respond using this this loving adult voice um and and that really brought that out and then the more I did that then um yeah I think writing was like my primary tool for so long um and it's like I could ask myself questions that way and or you know I started all my journal entries with how are you love like that's that's just starting it with that voice and then there's a space to respond and there's space to come back and say you know I hear you and like how are you thinking about this or so so just to be on my own side and have a conversation with myself and um and then slowly there was like also start, starting to get more clarity of what's even happening inside me like I realized how much I would run away from my uncomfortable feelings and I think that journey is still ongoing sometimes to just meet myself more and that's where all these tools of you know art and you know but it can be so many other things it could be going for a walk and it could be um you know calling up somebody like it's just how can I check in with myself around what what do you need right now like love what do you need right now what are you longing for and what will support you and sometimes that's just a conversation with someone um or it's a feeling of like just feeling untethered and like lonely or so then can we reach out can we reach out to more people can we say hi to like 10 people and out of 10 people two will respond given our world of busyness and so much going on and with those two something you know i could have some connection so so just standing on my own side and taking responsibility for my for my state of being and saying i'm going to hold this and i'm going to care for it and i'm going to step into whatever is needed and when things get chaotic and messy and i lose touch with myself how can i come back to ground how can i just like feel come back to my body how can i feel what's happening and again journaling is easy sometimes i'll do that or just playing music and like being with it or just taking some few deep breaths it's it's just sometimes it's so simple so it's really the intention and i feel like we have to know that this is at the root of everything our connection with ourselves and we have to know that that can shift our entire lives and our being and and then we prioritize doing that otherwise it's like who has time to connect with themselves and who you know it's like oh that's nice but it's not about nice it's about this is essential to live well and i have been in the last week so ungrounded and caught and and but it's these moments of like okay let me take stock of that and how can i support myself in these circumstances and so that intention of valuing myself talking to myself coming back home i think that has been the practice that i've been building and i have so much to learn but this foundation seems to be there i love how you're saying all of that because what's coming to mind for me is that i always tell my mentees that like there is a confusion between discipline and commitment 
we are so caught up in the discipline, you know, in the have to do this every day that we actually don't allow ourselves to be present for it when, when, when we do that. And whenever you are present, the quality of your presence actually exponentially grows that like one minute, whatever it is into an infinite of time, into an infinite of productivity, into an infinite, like you can do so much in that minute because you're so present with it. Mm -hmm. And consistency, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like being coherent with the understanding that it's not really about just doing the thing for the sake of getting it done. It's really about doing it in a way that you want to remember it. And it's the why. Like I love the commitment versus discipline thing because it's Mm -hmm. like, who am I committed to? What am I committed to? Um, And when I am committed to myself and anything, my health, my my relationship and love in my relationship, whatever I'm committed to, how can I show up to that? And that might mean doing the same thing every day and, you know, traditional discipline, or that might mean taking stock of what can I do today? I'm still committed and what's needed today. And, and so that there's a more flexible sense of, like it's not discipline for the sake of discipline, but it's, it's, it's for love. It's for the love of ourselves, our lives, our, what we care about. And there's the why uh, that, that is embedded in that. And it is really about honoring yourself and your intentions, right? Going back to intentionality, it's really about the, how do I honor myself, my values, like what I believe, what I want to nurture for myself, all of that comes into fruition in all those little decisions, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things that's funny is like whenever I talk to my mentees, one of the things that people think, they never think about that, right? But that's the thing that I actually, it's the core of everything I do is decision making. Like if I'm talking about leadership, if I'm talking about personal relationships, everything comes to decision making. And that's how we make decisions. It's based on our values and what we believe. And ultimately, I think, in the memory that we want to make for ourselves. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like this process of honoring ourselves is really a constant, consistent discovery. And um, more than the, the doing and the performing and getting it done, I really think this is really one of the things my mentees always ask me is like, okay, Helen, but then are you consistent all the time? And do you do this all the time? And I'm like, of course not. I'm a human being. Who, what, what are you thinking? Like, do you think I'm a machine? Like, I'm not a machine. Um, but the thing is, whenever I can, whenever that is viable, feasible, and open for me, I am committed to myself to show up. Like I may, as I said, like last week I was stressed, but now I can do that. Now I am allowing myself now. So whenever that is possible and I can allow myself, and of course, sometimes you don't, don't allow ourselves because we forget. So kind reminders are good for that. But I think that's the thing, right? That's what commitment really is based on for me and consistency more than the whole getting it done perspective, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I would also want to get um, your perspective and we're also coming to the end of our time together. So I wanted to ask you for some final words and maybe advice on, so we talked about a lot of things here today, right? Um, What are some of the kind reminders or advices that you would like for people who are listening to us to just 
if there's any takeaways, anything like you would like for them to remember, what, what to focus on, what would that be for you? Hmm. I mean, I think it goes to the, at the bottom of it all is, is that I hope for each individual to realize that they matter. Like if you can really drop into that, that you matter, that you are a unique, budding, you know, beautiful flower and your expression has meaning and what you uniquely are has, can touch other people. Um, then perhaps you feel like stepping into that journey of, of being like, oh, I wanna see what this blossomed flower looks like. I want to nourish it. I want to, you know, contribute to my fellow flowers in the garden. And, um, and if, if that, it's like kind of holding and cherishing that, that, that you-ness, you know, and saying that this is, this is the life I get to live. This is my, this is the gift I've received of life. And like, how can I enjoy it? Like for me, this is the joy of, um, this is what makes life interesting and meaningful. Um, I only I am responsible. I am I'm responsible for myself, and taking that into my hands and saying, so how do I want to live this precious life, and how do I want to relate to others, and what makes life meaningful and beautiful, and how can I step towards that? Like that, those are the questions that matter. I mean, yes, we have to make a living and we have to, you know, have responsibilities in our families sometimes. And we have so many things, but, but really, how am I showing up to all of that? And how do I want to show up? And I think that can make the biggest difference um, to really start with honoring yourself. And once you do that, you start seeing that everyone has this uniqueness and you can start being interested in the uniqueness of everyone instead of, you know, it's, it becomes a much more interesting world to live in. So, and the, and the other thing that's coming to me right now is this word courage has been coming up a lot. Like a lot of people will sometimes tell me, oh, you have the courage to live in a way that's true to you. And that's got me thinking about that. Like, what is this courage? And is it courage? Is it, but is, it comes from that valuing yourself and saying, I need to do right by you. I need to do right by this beautiful being. And, and to do right by you, I need to be true. And I need to kind of, you know, walk this path. And even when it's difficult, even when others don't get it, I'm gonna be true. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what's coming up, these last words. Thank you. I love that. Being true to yourself, I think it's a, it's a beautiful kind of reminder. And I'm sure that a lot of people can resonate. A lot of people listen to what you're saying and can identify, you know, with everything that you're sharing. So I want to thank you for sharing so graciously, so generously with us today. Um, I am sure that a lot of insights, a lot of things came up for people, a lot of lessons, a lot of tips, a lot of little things that they can for sure apply and take into their own lives and, you know, blossom in their own way. 
as you were saying. So I really, really appreciate you sharing. Um, also would like to already tell you that whenever you want to come back to the podcast to share about any topics you may want, you're always welcome. Just let me know and let's get it scheduled in. Um, and yeah, once again, thank you so, so very much. Um, it is a delight to, you know, have you in my life, to be part of your life and more than anything to, you know, be able to do things like this with you. I feel like, you know. Thank you so much for always supporting my crazy ideas like this and for always being here for me. Um, and yeah, it means a lot. And if anyone uh, would like to contact you, just give me your information later. We'll put it in the description. But if you want them to have any handles or anything, please go ahead now. Okay. Something First of all, I, I, mean, um, I just want to thank you for creating these spaces and doing all that you do and being on the journey that you are and there's so much commitment to the world and to, to the people around you and your realms of influence so you really step into that and I'm so inspired by you always so thank you for calling me in and yeah I'm um, I guess Instagram is probably the best place to get a sense of me and I'm at the sunshine's calling Um, and I'm sure you can just put that in the info so people can get the right handle. Beautiful. Okay, so I'll put it in the description too so people can find you and connect with you. Um, and that's it for today, everybody. Let us know in the comments what you thought, what insights came up. And this is it for today. Talk to you Thank soon. You. Bye. Thank you, Mega. <laughs>